to express empathy in an authentic way, not as a communication technique, it requires us to extend ourselves to another precious human being and learn about their experience. And when we do that, we tap into our shared human experiencing, which in turn also validates our own feelings, needs, and values in similar circumstances. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for listening, for being here, and for the birthday greetings I've received because this month is my birthday month. Speaking of which, you can join in the celebration until August 31st. How? You can enter your name in the raffle where I'm offering various gifts to help you with your communication, including a 45 mini communication coaching session with me. Yes, this is my way of celebrating my birthday and also that the Language Alchemy podcast turned two years old during this summer. To enter the raffle and join me in celebration, you need to do two things that will take about five minutes or less. Number one, you need to go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast birthday. And number two, you need to share with me an anecdote about how the Language Alchemy podcast has helped you in your communication. And when you share your anecdote with me, you will enter the raffle that I will have on August 31st. And now let's go into today's episode and talk about empathy a little more than we did in episode 109. If you listened to episode 109, in that episode, I explained the difference between empathy and sympathy. I highly recommend you listen to it because a lot of people confuse communicating with sympathy for communicating with empathy. You can listen to it after you listen to this episode, or you can pause this episode, listen to 109, and then come back to 110. Now, in last week's episode, I shared that most people communicate with sympathy when what they really want to do is communicate with empathy. And to give you a more refined teaching on empathy, I want to share in this episode many examples with you of what empathy sounds like. And I'm going to break these examples down. My hope is that you will know how to give empathy to others. Let's dive in. Before I give you examples of empathy, I want to start by sharing the benefits of communicating with empathy. While there are many benefits of communicating with empathy, I am going to talk about five here. Number one, when people receive expressions of empathy from you, they feel seen and heard by you. 
every member of our precious human family has the need to be seen and heard by others. We all share the wish to be witnessed. I remember a movie I watched, oh my gosh, like 25 years ago, I think, where two women were talking about marriage and whether marriage was worth it or not. One woman was married and the other one wasn't. The married woman said, and I'll paraphrase because, of course, I don't remember the exact quote, but she said that people get married because they hope that someone, at least one person they love and feel loved by, will be a witness of their life. She said, people don't always get that kind of witnessing from their parents or siblings. Friends and colleagues come and go, but a loving spouse is someone who witnesses your life. Whatever you go through, whether it's happy, sad, or just boring, it's just so good to be witnessed. So this is one of the major benefits of empathy. And you don't have to be married to the other person to express yourself with empathy. When someone tells you about their experience and you respond with empathy, you are telling them that you are a witness. You see them. You hear them. The second benefit of communicating with empathy is that it helps us understand others. I will never forget a time when I was teaching a communication workshop and the student shared with me that that day he got laid off. My immediate response was something like, wow, and how is that for you? The student answered with a big sigh. He said, thank you. You're the first person who wanted to understand my experience. Everybody I told so far felt sorry for me, but that's not how I feel. I'm so relieved I got laid off. I didn't like my job. I've been dreaming about doing something more creative for years. And now I'll have the time and space to pursue that. Being laid off from this job is a relief. And to be honest with you, I am grateful that life is showing me that I will have the time and space to tend to what my heart wants to tend to. That brief interaction he and I had during that workshop was the most valuable teaching everybody who attended that workshop came away with. All I did was to respond with empathy. Let's go to benefit number three. The third benefit of communicating with empathy is that empathy is like a highway that leads to compassion and to the land of deep, authentic connection with another person. And that's clearly illustrated in the example I just gave you. And I can tell you also that in my work with couples, when I help couples with communication coaching, it is learning to communicate with empathy that leads them to connect with one another again, especially if the connection was fragile. When they came to work with me, empathy is what helps them come back together and puts them in that highway that leads to compassion and to authentic connection with one another. A fourth benefit of communicating with empathy is that when we are in the space of trying to understand 
the other person's feelings, opinions, values, or needs, our communication shows that the other person matters to us, that we care about them. It really goes beyond seeing them, hearing them, or witnessing them. It's also saying, I am present with you and you are important to me. I will share with you that this is actually what I say to myself when at the end of the day, maybe I feel tired and I've held space for my students and my coaching clients for them to share a lot with me. I facilitated lots of interactions. And then my husband, my beloved Matthew, comes and shares something that's important for him. As he is speaking, and thanks to all that I have learned to observe him and notice when he is about to share something that's important or valuable to him, when I notice that I'm a little tired, I say to myself, I want to be present with you because you matter to me. Having this intention in mind lets me listen to him with presence, with empathy, and show him that I care about him that he matters to me. A fifth benefit of communicating with empathy is that empathy helps us get out of our own individual world and learn from the rich, shared universality of human experiencing. To express empathy in an authentic way, not as a communication technique, it requires us to extend ourselves to another precious human being and learn about their experience. And when we do that, we tap into our shared human experiencing, which in turn also validates our own feelings, needs, and values in similar circumstances. So offering empathy is a gift for both, the person who's giving it and the person who's receiving it, the other person and ourselves. I could go on and on about the benefits of communicating with empathy. But now that you know at least five benefits of communicating with empathy, let's hear some examples about what empathy sounds like. When you express empathy, you want to accompany the other person in their feeling or in their experience. For example, let's say that someone tells you they had a flat tire and they got laid to work. When you respond with empathy, you say something like, were you upset? Did you get nervous? Or when you realized that you got a flat tire, were you able to keep it calm? So many times, expressing empathy comes in the form of questions. Questions that are about the other person's experience, their feelings, their needs, their values. Let me give you another example. Let's say a friend of yours tells you that they were at a meeting and someone made a misogynistic comment. They were saying that their new boss probably got promoted because of how she dresses. And then your friend tells you that upon hearing that, Your friend said something to them. And then your friend says to you, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And I also couldn't just sit there pretending I didn't hear the comment. I had to say something. All right, so that's the situation. 
your empathic response can be about your friend's feelings such as, oof, that seems like it was shocking for you that your colleagues would make that kind of comment and that nobody was saying anything. In this case, if you respond that way, you're trying to find out what the experience was like when you said, that seems like it was shocking for you. You're not completely sure. Maybe it wasn't shocking. Maybe it was infuriating. Maybe it was embarrassing. Maybe it was intimidating to your friend. It doesn't matter if you guessed exactly what your friend was feeling, but what matters is that the expression of empathy shows that you want to understand what this experience was like for your friend. Another empathic response could have been you saying something like, yes, that situation calls for your bravery and your ability to stand up for your values. In this case, you're not asking a question and you're not even mentioning feelings, but you are expressing the values and qualities that your friend brought forth by standing up and saying something. A third empathic response could have been checking in about your friend's experience, saying something like, were you expecting something like this kind of comment to happen with this group of coworkers? When your friend answers that question, you'll know more about what this experience was like for your friend, and then you can follow up with more expressions of empathy. talk about a different scenario. One in which someone tells you about something they did that is great for them or something they experienced and you want to respond with empathy. Let's say that your partner has been wanting to learn something creative, something new, and they chose knitting. After many failed attempts to knit a scarf, they finally did it. They come home from their knitting class and they show you the scarf and they tell you about all the details about the problems they had with it and how they were able to fix them. And they also tell you that they were able to figure out how to create a pattern using different colors of wool. And they go on and on and on. How do you respond empathically in that situation? Well, you have options, of course. You can talk about their feelings. You can say something like, I can see how proud you are of this scarf. That's it, empathy. Another empathic response would be to talk about their qualities. You could say something like, you did it. It took perseverance, determination, and you learned how to knit a whole scarf. Another expression of empathy would be to talk about their values. You could say something like, I know how important it is for you to finish what you start. And look at you. You have a finished scarf here. You really wanted to learn to knit. And not only did you learn to knit, but you also learned that you could solve the knitting problems. And now you even know how to use different colors of wools to create a pattern. Yay! Another expression of empathy would be to ask a question about their experience. Such as, are you feeling excited that now you have your first scarf? All these expressions convey empathy. The ability to want to accompany the other person in their experience and be present with them. 
finally, I want to give you a more complex scenario. Let's say your cousin tells you that they're getting married. You met their future spouse and you feel concerned or maybe you feel sad because you know that means that your cousin will move away or that your relationship with your cousin will change. Yet, your cousin is glowing. And when they told you about this, their tone of voice went way high and you can tell that they're very excited about this. So what do you do? Do you let your cousin know your opinions or your feelings about the marriage or the changes that will occur? Or do you respond with empathy? I suggest that when it's something really big for the other person and you can clearly tell that this big thing is something that they are experiencing as positive, that you do respond with empathy about their experience before going into your concerns or your feelings. So if you want to respond with empathy, you could say something like, wow, you're engaged. I can see you are glowing. Or you can say something like, oh my gosh, yes, you're so excited about this. I want to know more. If you respond with authentic empathy because you care about your cousin, they matter to you, then you will want to get out of your world and enter into your cousin's world. You could tell that their current experience is one of excitement. So accompany your cousin in their experience. This is not the time to share your concerns, unless your cousin is getting married soon, like the next day. Remember, empathy is about accompanying the other in their experience. It doesn't matter whether you agree or disagree. Empathy has nothing to do with agreement. And of course, if you are truly concerned about your cousin, or if you're sad because you're going to miss them, or because of the changes that you foresee will happen as your cousin gets married, then have future conversations with your cousin to talk about your concern but not when your cousin is giving you their big, happy news. Before we recap what you've heard in this episode, I want to remind you that conscious communication is not about using a communication tool as a technique. Conscious communication has to do with being aware about what you are communicating how you are communicating it, and your intention for communicating that. If you use empathy as a technique, it will sound fake, and it can even sound like a manipulation, a form of control. So only respond with empathy when you have the openness to be curious, the intention to be present, and to show up in a way that conveys to the other person they matter to you, that they matter to you enough that you want to accompany them in their experience. Okay, now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode about empathy, I shared with you five benefits of expressing empathy, and I gave you scenarios with multiple examples of how you can offer empathic responses. I really hope this episode was valuable to you. And remember, you have one week left 
to enter the raffle I'm offering in celebration of my birthday. At the end of the month, I will raffle some communication prizes, including a 45 mini communication coaching session with me. To put your name in the raffle and enter to win, you need to give me a little birthday gift, which is to go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast birthday and share with me an anecdote in which the Language Alchemy podcast helped you in your communication. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.